0: you are listening to moments of clarity journeys with eq by six seconds europe hello my name is virgil o'keefe and you're very welcome to the podcast everyone has a light bulb moment in their life that leads to change and life-changing events is a very topical subject as we come out of the pandemic And the world experiences new conflict. This emotional intelligence podcast has a simple premise that elicits some fascinating insights from our guests. Every Wednesday, I will be asking a special guest for their moments of clarity that contributed to changes in the course of their life journey. This season, the podcast will feature global experts on emotions, change, and leadership sharing real life experiences and how they've used emotional intelligence to see the world and themselves more clearly for more information on emotional intelligence and six seconds europe visit our website six seconds.org eu my final guest of season three today is mary dunn who is known as mary in the med mary shares her fascinating story of a life in new york working on wall street and also as a real tour of manhattan to then moving to Ibiza to start a new life on that beautiful island. This will be of interest to anybody going through a change, whether it is changing careers or even countries. So we're going to do your three moments of clarity. You've got, you're, you're known as Mary Mary in the Med, is that right?
1: Yeah, I kind of um, rebranded myself with Mary in the Med for Mary in the Mediterranean. Yeah. Um, that kind of came to me. I suppose in the last two years, and I think it was just uh, it resonated. It's kind of catchy. I produced a a blog. I started writing during lockdown, and I kind of mm. went with that catchy name. And um, for some, it kind of connotates, Well, what does med mean? But obviously, it means Mediterranean. Um. So yeah, I kind of went with it, and I liked it. It sort of landed in for me. So Mary That's in great. the
0: Med. That's why I know you. That it caught my attention anyway. And I, oh, I
1: terrific.
0: I've been going to a beat there for since 1995 for many times so yeah
1: huge changes so on the island
0: yeah but I love what looking at your photos and your your blogs etc because you kind of capture the island does have a magic about it doesn't it you capture that
1: it has a real magic and it's a real island of healing as well I think it's a very potent island for transformation if one is on a inner journey Mm. of transformation and I think now, when I look back at the first time I came to visit with my husband and boys, they were young. It was 2016. They were younger. I think from then to now, uh, when I came back in 2019 for a change of life, it was really the island calling me back to, I think, sort of step down, slow down, learn, grow. Um, I don't want to use the word heal because I'm not necessarily healing from any specific thing but it has given me the time and the space to sort of find me and align to me and become more of into a proper aligned life for me that's serving me at this age in my life so okay. it's been it's been incredible
0: and you mentioned your boys there so I think we could start with that birth the yes. first one
1: well that was probably my first real aha moment in life of just having Um, new birth with the the birth of my twin boys, identical twin boys, Leam and Connor, in July of 2001. And that was me sort of um, incarnating into a new role of mother and, you know, massive love for the creation and the miracle that comes with that. And I'm I'm obviously so proud of my boys. I, I call them my North Stars, and they're certainly going to be my legacy, and I'm very proud of that. And they're now in their 20s, and the change of life for me coming to Ibiza was also coinciding with when they finished high school in New York and they were on their way to college, they both were uh, heading into their new first year of college in 2019 so that was really, again, part of life for me evolving and um, the mothering days were over at that point they were on their road and their way to college so. First aha moment, definitely new life and myself as a twin, an identical twin, having given birth to identical twins was, um, I'm still learning. I'm still seeing sort of so many parallels from me as an identical twin and seeing them as identical twins. So it's been it's been eye opening and fascinating.
0: What year, when were they born then, did you say 2001 was it?
1: They were born in 2001 which was a very um interesting year they were born in july but then we had september 11th 2001 just coincided a couple of weeks after which was a massive change for our world on yeah. so many levels um huge and the same year i had a loss of a, a wonderful friend that december an irish beautiful girl mave that i had worked with in the bank for many, many years in Dublin. So that was a big year for me, the birth of the boys and the loss of a, of a very dear friend, Maeve. So kind of like new life with the boys, you could say with Maeve's passing afterlife and sort of sort of being kind of fully aligned to the loss and grieving, grieving a loss there. Um, it was also interesting because I think that was part of my, I suppose you could say journey of awakening. Um, My brother-in-law had gifted me a book to read uh, during my grieving process that I really didn't know why. But when I read it, it kind of made a lot of sense. It was a book by an author called Dr. Brian Weiss. He's a therapist in America and he'd been working with a patient called Catherine for many years in talk, talk therapy. And in working with her was not really getting to solve any of her issues in this lifetime. And it was only through the process of hypnosis with her Every session when he brought her under in hypnosis form, she would go into another life. And some of the things that were attributing to her ill of ease in this life were from experiences in other lifetimes. And that was huge, a huge sort of aha moment for me to recognize that we perhaps do live many lives and that um, people we meet in this life that are super connected to are maybe another version of something from another lifetime so that was a really a big sort of aha probably second aha moment for me to be aware of sort of many lives and um, just becoming more awoken on that level for me and tapping into spirit guides and you know since the passing of my father and my grandmother and Maeve you know I feel very connected to spirit guides and and only in coming to Ibiza did my life slow down enough for me to be able to tap into them and hear them and listen to them. Again, slowing down my life in order to listen to the wisdom that goes with it that we sometimes forget to do when we're living a very fast paced life that I had been living in New York for 27 years.
0: So you were in New York for 27 years, wow. And you were I was. in real estate, yes.
1: was uh, The last, over the last decade was actively in real estate sales in New York, serving New York, Manhattan, Brooklyn um I've done other things I had started out in Wall Street I worked with a big Wall Street firm Bear Stearns and that was a wonderful 12 years of my life and then obviously everything crashed when the market crashed I'd actually left Bear Stearns by then because I was on maternity leave with the boys but um yeah I kind of you know became series seven registered and 63 registered. So I was sort of fully involved in the sort of investment trading area on Wall Street, but stepped back after I had the boys and really kind of recognized that my purpose at that point was to be a mother. And so I slowed down to some degree and I took a couple of years off to play, you know, active mothering role. And then when I went back, I went back in a different capacity on Wall Street, stayed with it for a few more years and helped my then husband, David, create um, his digital marketing agency at the time. So helped him, you know, create that in an office space in New York and in San Francisco and helped him grow his brand and his vision. And at the same time, we both um, invested in a townhouse in Brooklyn Heights, which was needing a massive renovation and a gut project. So that was really my first rolling up my sleeves and getting really involved in real estate. However, my dad had done real estate all his life in Dublin. So I think it's definitely in my blood and it's just part of who I am in, in connecting with people and helping them buy their homes in New York. And I'm now back doing it here in Ibiza. So real estate has kind of stayed with me.
0: And where are you originally from in
1: Ireland? Uh, just outside Dublin, Lucan, eight miles west of Dublin, uh, grew up there, born in the late 60s, uh, grew up into a large family, there's six of us, obviously an identical twin, so went through the whole Catholic school upbringing and church going and, you know, everything that was normal in the 60s and 70s in Ireland and had a robust lifestyle, you know, in terms of just large family, large family set of cousins and all of that so lived a very busy I suppose full life in Ireland and we would take vacations within Ireland back in those days you just didn't have access to be getting on planes and traveling the world like we do now but yeah very very good upbringing and um, stayed in Ireland till I was 20 and then I hopped over to London and really sort of got my feet wet in the financial markets in London working for Barclays Bank and Allied Irish Bank and then went on to work with Credit Suisse so yeah, I was in London for over three years. I met my then husband, an Irishman in London, and we came back to Ireland for a year, but at that time they were giving out the Donnelly visas. So an opportunity to get to the States. And I suppose coming from a large family, wanting to find my individual uh, individuality um, and maybe thinking the grass is greener somewhere else, we went and embarked on an opportunity in New York for a year that turned into nearly 28 years. So got busy living life, you know, and um, really enjoyed it. I loved what I loved in New York uh, was you just had all four seasons. So we'd go skiing in the winter in Vermont. We'd enjoy the beaches in the summer. We were um, definitely very focused on sort of building our future. We purchased real estate, like I said, in Brooklyn Heights that eventually we sold an apartment to buy a townhouse got involved in that so yeah busy life and then the boys were born like I said in 2001 and we got very you know involved in the school system and you know before you can blink I'm sure you realize and know that like they're teenagers and then they're looking at their college years and yeah it just all happens so fast
0: and what is is New York is it just is it frenetic is it a very busy busy place
1: I, I definitely lived in it with the best years. I think, you know, coming to the end of my time in New York, I look back now. Um, I'm very grateful to be in a different lifestyle here in the Mediterranean because it, it's definitely very, very active. Um, it's uh, It's got a pulse. There's no denying that. And you really can become anything and try all sorts of things. So there is a lot of opportunities there if you've got the energy to go after your dream so I certainly gave it the the biggest measure of my life force I suppose you could say and uh, it was very much the perfect place for me until it wasn't and I think you know my third aha moment um, I would call with my aligned life or my rebirth where in 2019, as I was getting the boys settled into their first year of college, I took a solo vacation to Ibiza, just purely to relax after a busy summer. And it was only when I was here on that trip, very much you know grounded in nature and journaling one day on the beach, I sort of felt more aligned to changing my life. I had already turned, I was six months past 50, so midlife, and feeling very much called to choosing Mary in the Med over Mary in New York. And it was at that point that I realized it was an aha moment. I had seen a documentary that spring. It was um, the documentary called Heal that uh, Joe Dispenza is a big part of. And it was my, you know, I'm very, I'm a very curious soul. I love to sort of meet masters and teachers and learn. And I was fascinated with Joe Dispenza's whole theory of like, we can change our mindset and sort of really change our outlook on life and I might have lived some of my life with the glass half empty approach, whereas now I feel I'm fully like glass half full and very much just positive mindset and that was the start of it when I had seen that documentary and I realized we have the power to heal our own bodies, that was a huge aha moment for me, because I think I had been living in the system where you just kind of gave your power away to a doctor and you would take something and maybe it would perpetrate the issue even more but never get to the root cause and it was only then I realized wow um, we do really have the power to come back to ourselves to our truth to sovereignty to listen to ourselves and and in doing that that was part of my you know changing my life from the continent of America to the continent of the Mediterranean and like I said, choosing Mary in the Med over Mary in New York.
0: You were kind of going in that direction, like to say, like your readings over the time, wasn't it? it was amazing that when you felt it then when you went to Ibiza, it does have that magical feel, the island.
1: It really does. I think I call uh, Ibiza Mama Ibiza. I look at her as sort of like a mother figure, and she either calls you in to do the work, or she will like literally spit you off the island. And I've heard horror stories where people just come here and like they've all sorts of... Um, situations that backfire and it's like they're not meant to be here but I've been so held on this island and so guided with the people I've met and the opportunities since I got here so I feel very aligned and I look at Mama Ibiza and living on Ibiza as kind of like college for grown-ups in that like it's a very look it's a beautiful island it's very it's full of nature it's got the healing waters of the Mediterranean but it's a quite a polarizing island in that like you have huge wealth in the summer with everyone coming and then in the winter it's a very small island with like I think the population is 120,000 it's so it's very quiet there's a lot of people in the winter like getting through from the earnings they've made in the busy summer season so it's a slow sleepy island in the winter and it's quite remote because you have to fly into Barcelona or Madrid to get off the island and transfer on into Europe so it definitely comes with you know huge energy in the summer and a sleepy vibe in the winter but I just feel I was called here to really like I said become more into an aligned life and nearly a rebirth for me and I think that's where I kind of I'm now 53 but you know this was going back six months I moved over prior to COVID coming down and changing the world for everyone and so while I came here for initially six months to a year to really assess what I wanted to do next in my life and take a sabbatical, the whole world changed during Mm -hmm. that time. So we were all forced to sort of slow down, go within, really sort of assess what's important and what we wanted to change. So the timing, and I really feel like the more I'm aware of life, and like I said, many lives, I feel we really do choose our life. At this time, we reincarnated in human form in this lifetime, and we choose our timeline. And for me to have twins that then went to college to recognize that my marriage was then over, I was running around selling real estate in New York and I was very good at it, but it was actually becoming unaligned because if I was to be honest and look back, I was definitely my body was suffering, and it was suffering due to inflammation. And I think it was just down to the stresses of life and Realizing I, I, I had, you know, I didn't know if New York was the place I wanted to stay, and it really I couldn't have answered that then but that solo trip kind of answered it for me and gave me the guidance to recognize that I could actually make a choice and choose a different life. And I'm very fortunate being born in Ireland because obviously I have a European Irish passport which gave me the opportunity to become a resident in Spain. And I've since got my residency here, which is wonderful. So it's not that everyone can do and make the move I did but I also think something within me gave me the calling to listen and move and change and I have zero regrets I mean I had a full and colorful life in New York met a lot of wonderful people I'm still in touch with many but I've very much immersed myself into this this life right now and I'm very focused on just becoming the best version of myself at this stage in my life and it's like having a rebirth a second chance it's wonderful
0: and was there a certain period of time where you went from or, or was it from the word go when you moved there when you went yeah I want to stay here or did you know immediately before you went? No
1: Fergal initially I was coming over like I said for a sabbatical and I suppose because I had made the change I, I had told everybody it was going to be a six months to a year of me stepping off the grid to determine what was next for me but I think COVID helped shape that that it was more permanent and it was during that time of COVID where we were all sort of we were certainly had very strict measures for the first seven or eight weeks here where we were told we couldn't even go out of our homes and our apartments. It was very, very intense. But I found a lot of um, solace in writing. I produced my blog. Um, I just found sort of that inner peace. And I, it's funny, I came to Spain and I thought I would learn a brand new language and it would be Spanish. But I ended up finding a healing modality that was very effective for me and I've since studied the modality and I'm now qualified as a certified practitioner and that is uh, called integrative quantum medicine okay. and it's uh, it's a whole new language for me, like I said, it's, it's not Spanish, it's the energy language and I'm really recognizing back to that aha moment when I saw that documentary heal that we really do have the power to heal ourselves and this energy world that I've tapped into is showing me that on a daily basis. And again, it's back to changing our mindset, coming back to our quietness and our truth and not just giving our permission over to a doctor to take a tablet, hoping to remedy something. There's, there's a root cause for every ill ease and malaise in our lives. And I truly believe that do
0: you know it's amazing you know a lot of people I've talked to on this podcast is about because it's about changes people discovered a lot about themselves during the the lockdown or they call it now like the great reset and a lot of people are changing Totally, but totally. you were, you did it before COVID happened. I
1: was it's funny there was something that was just and again you know this is this open spirit and soul that I am I'm very I'm very drawn to astrology. I'm fascinated by astrology. I'm fascinated by, you know, they claim Sagittarians are adventurers and travelers and truth seekers. And I would say yes, yes, and yes to all of that. But, you know, it's not just your sun sign. It's not the month you were born. It's also to do with your rising. It's also to do with your moon. And I'm always fascinated because it's to me astrology is kind of a compass in life and if I look back at 2019 that was my Jupiter transit year and what happens with Jupiter it's a planet out there but it's the planet of lucky gifts and sort of changes and it's catalyzing and I you know I was in 2019 when I made that choice to change my life and come over so if I look back I'm like yeah that was kind of a sign right there so it's again we're just i look at it we're just all so connected we're all energy and we're connected to the energies of the universe and we're all collectively uh connected to each other and i, I i'm really seeing that firsthand more and more as i've studied this modality
0: being open yeah. to it and you know what i mean being aware of it because you could be going through your life rushing and there's stuff there's signs telling you what you don't at yes. the time so that's what maybe happened during that time and you did well, it before yeah me.
1: I did. I think, Fergal, if I'd stayed in New York longer, I might have been more diseased within my body, which I think happens a lot of people at different points of their lives at different places. And it's a blessing, really. It's like a sign from the universe to sort of say, take stock, reassess. Maybe you're on the wrong path. So as to tweak that and get back on the right path. And I feel like I was feeling that before it actually happened. So intuitively, I was more hearing the signs and being very um not awoken but just being very alert to what was being given to me and you know if I'm honest when I met my husband David in London I mean back in the early 90s you know when I met him I felt like I was connecting with somebody very familiar and you know we had a wonderful 30 years together and we're still very good friends today and we have our boys that were so super connected to and proud of and I have a beautiful partner here on the island that I met here um, not long after I arrived in fact and we're very very together and again I kind of when I met him it, it was just like I looked into his eyes and it, it was like that aha moment of reconnecting with maybe an old soul and I think we're all here in life meeting you know soul contract we're all contracted to meet certain souls it's written into our blueprint of life and I think every relationship we're in reflects something in yourself that you're working through or need to learn from so I'm quite open to all of that so it's been yeah it's been fascinating and I think you know I'm not saying people need to change their life and move half a continent away but I think if if I can share one thing I I look at myself kind of as a cartographer of life you know i'm finding my roadmap through my life in at this stage in my life and i suppose my first aha moment was new birth giving birth to the twins my second aha moment was the afterlife with the loss of nave and death and then my third aha was aligning to a new life here in the mediterranean and just finding that that was like a rebirth in me and i got to choose a rebirth in me and um, back to astrology for a moment like we all have a in our. In our st- in our chart north star north node and south node and your south node kind of determines who you've been and who you're comfortable as but your north node is kind of what you're here to do in this lifetime your path your purpose and your passion and my north star is in aries and this is again because i'm fascinated with astrology it's just it's mind opening but North Star in Aries is all about aligning to your own individuality. And I mean, if I'm honest, growing up an identical twin, we were very together all through junior school and primary school and on through secondary school. And then Claire chose to go to the West to study. And I stayed in Dublin and got into the banking world. But you know, if I was to look at that, we were very together. And then I went to London and I met my then husband, David, and we got married and we were together for 30 years. So flash forward into my 50s, finding myself in the Mediterranean, kind of for the first time in my life, standing on my own two feet, financially, independently, and becoming my own individual Mary in the Med. So that's kind of everything to do with my North Node. And again, I look at that now and I'm kind of like I'm right on target, if if I'm to be honest, and no regrets. I mean, brave and bold, but no regrets.
0: And you know, like making a big change like that, how... Were there friends or family or anyone that were going, are you sure, or, you know, was that hard or not hard?
1: Oh, it was. It was definitely, it was like cutting the umbilical cord very, very quick and hard and sharp. And, you know, I think it has affected some. And at the end of the day, certainly with my own family, my siblings, we're a very lovable family. We all talk to each other, which I think is it really, it's lovely today in our, at this age in our lives that we're all so together and connected. And I think we all just want the best for each other. And they would always have kind of looked at me as kind of like Mary has everything and had a full life in New York with two beautiful boys and a wonderful husband. And we built this wonderful home. But within me, there was always something within me sort of looking for something more. And it wasn't the designer bags or the designer shoes, but it was just looking for more meaning to life. And now I kind of realise, you know, maybe if I used to look back on my school days, you know, sitting there daydreaming into the out, out, out of the window, not being very kind of in the moment of what I was learning. I, I don't know, maybe there was something for me searching for a bigger meaning to life. And this is kind of all part of it and taking that brave move to try something new that a lot of people may never do in the, in their lifetime. So I don't know, Fergal, it's, yeah. I'm still learning, you know, I'm still and, uh, open to the possibilities. And I've taken the last few years literally uh, to slow down and just find me. And um, it's been wonderful that I had the opportunity to do that. Um, and now, like I said, I'm back selling real estate on the island of Ibiza and I really never thought I would do it because I was so burnt out from it in New York but it's kind of come back at me in a way that I couldn't ignore it and I'm back in it now a couple of months and enjoying it.
0: And what's it like is it different or the same like New York or is it like is it
1: it's very different on many levels firstly back in new york it's a licensed trade you need to be educated take your exams do your continuing ed and it's very you know there's ethical financial fair housing there's so much to be um studied in new york here anybody can be it like the taxi driver that picks you up on your next trip will turn into The real estate agent, if he tells, if he hears you're like, you're looking for real estate. So there's a lot of, I call them pirates, and there's a lot of players that are sloppy and non professional. And I think, you know, now I can recognize just a few months into it, and I've aligned myself to a wonderful real estate firm that have a big presence on the island. They've been at it for many years Gold, Heinz, and Lang. And I'm very fortunate to have partnered with them. They feel very much like my family tribe in the world of business. But I feel like my professionalism from what I've learned in New York is really gonna sort of help me stand out here on this island and helping others. Um, And I branded myself in Instagram as Mary in the Med and I I wrote my caption was curating and connecting on a quantum life. And I feel like I'm gonna connect with the right people all over the world and helping them curate a life here in the Mediterranean. And that in itself is a wonderful gift for me to be able to do for others. So it's kind of blending in very nicely. Mm. And, yeah.
0: you know, as someone like I love Ibiza, so where to say to people, like, is there somewhere that you would recommend on the island? Where's your happy place on the island?
1: Well, I mean, my happy place is either walking in the Camino in nature or down on a beach. I, I live I started out on the northeast of the island in Santilalia, which is the bigger hub. And it's a it's a lovely bustling city, both summer and winter. But I gravitated down to the west of the island and I'm living with my partner. We have a wonderful little casita. We get, you know, extra sunlight down there in the summer months because we get the sunset, which is spectacular. The beaches are wonderful. Um, So, yeah, I kind of feel like I know the island very well. When I rented my first car here after I moved over, it was just like the island knew me and I knew the island. Like there was such a connection there of just familiarity like maybe i lived in another lifetime on this island i don't know but it was uh, it's been very welcoming to me that much i know f- certainly the experience i've had to date here so i feel very at home here which is great
0: so that's lovely. And keep up the posting on social. I, I rec- I'll put up uh, links to your. um Oh, Instagram. thank you.
1: I appreciate that. Yeah, I kind of go back and forth with being active on social media and non active. And I haven't written a blog in a while. I think, you know, I took those two and a half years off the grid. And now I'm definitely ready to get back and get my sort of sleeves rolled up in the business world and go back to making some money which will be lovely I think that's going to be a huge experience for me after like not making anything for the last two plus years so I'm just finding the right time for everything but really feeling like you know that new life with the boys being born becoming a mother the afterlife with the loss of Maeve and obviously then I lost my father a few years later and just recognizing that loss of life, but then becoming more into an aligned life by my new life here in the Mediterranean. So I kind of feel anything's possible on any quantum level and I'm I'm ready for it.
0: And the line that you've used a few times, which I think sums it up as being open, being open to things. Totally. Isn't it? Being
1: open to going with the flow and listening to the subtle signs that are given to us. And as I said, I think had I stayed in New York, Going at the pace I was going at, and really, ultimately, probably not sure that I was in the right place. I was in the right place for all the years, but at the end, something was telling me that it was time to shift. So, if I had stayed in that um, lifestyle, I, I don't know where I'd be right now or how I'd feel today. But I certainly know I've feel like I've gotten a new lifestyle, lease on life, and you know, I feel like yes, I'm fifty three, but I feel. Every young of my 53 years. And I'm certainly feeling the lifestyle in the Mediterranean. They love their downtime at siesta. They eat a sort of a very Mediterranean balanced diet. So there's a lot to be said for the simple life around water and nature. And I'm certainly enjoying that right now because it's certainly a lovely pace to be enjoying and aligned to. Yes.
0: Everything, any blogs you do or you're posting, that shines true. So.
1: I'm, oh thank you I'm,
0: I'm i'm half jealous and half enjoying it when i see your post so keep them coming and thank you so much for doing this thank
1: you fergal for the opportunity i really appreciate it yeah well
0: done that was absolutely perfect perfect Brilliant. and it's funny because um because this is all about change and uh, yeah i was kind of going god this is so appropriate and uh, you know it's funny how. We, but we, like yeah. I
1: said, the timing of this for me in my 50s for COVID to happen for us to slow down and I'd already made a change, but gave exactly. me more time to reassess what my changes going forward were. So I feel very grateful. And I sometimes put on my some of my hashtags like star of the universe. We really all are energy and we are all, you know, part of this universe. Mm-hmm. And it's to be open to that and feel that. But also so, the, yeah.
0: the other thing is being open to it. But then actually the one thing that you did then is you do it. You actually go for it. That's very brave.
1: Yeah. You know? And like I said, I feel like Mama Ibiza stripped away a marriage. My boys were gone to college. My business was my business, but it was probably slowing down. So it was like everything was, it was like Goddess Callie came along and stripped away everything to get me here to kind of realign into a new life for me. So I've no regrets. And I think I could say I was a great student for listening to the signs and actually acting on them. So, you know, I caught up for all those years of daydreaming at school and. I'm living it now and I'm very happy for the changes. And I think had I thought long and hard about what I was headed to and life going to change and slow down with COVID, I may never have done it. But, you know, I didn't know any of that. So for me, it was six months to a year sabbatical and anything was possible. And here I am. So, yes, zero regrets, like I said. And again, hoping I can inspire others as a cartographer of life to find their own roadmap because we really only while we might have many lifetimes we really only have this lifetime we're living and it's to live it to the best and i I think that's my sort of you know i have a big life force energy about me and i'm not afraid of life and i'm very much living it and i think that's just all exactly who i am and who i'm becoming and it's to embrace that yeah exactly
0: i hope you enjoyed our guest this week I would ask that you please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, so that a new episode will appear in your library every week. I would also really appreciate if you could leave a rating and review, so that others discover this podcast. Six Seconds is a global nonprofit dedicated to growing emotional intelligence worldwide. Our work involves supporting individuals, teams, and organizations to develop and practice emotional intelligence to help increase personal and organizational effectiveness for more information on emotional intelligence and how 6 seconds Europe can help you please go to 6 eu take care and see you next week you are listening to moments of clarity journeys with EQ by 6 seconds Europe